Hello and welcome. My name is Dr Raj Basord and I'm a consultant psychiatrist based in private practice in central London. And I'm here at the International Congress of the Royal College of Psychiatrists 2015 uh, here in Birmingham. And I'm delighted to be joined now um, by Dr Paolo Dazan, who is a reader in the neurobiology of psychosis and honorary consultant psychiatrist at the Institute of Psychiatry, Psychology and Neuroscience, King's College London. So Dr. Dazan is here at the conference and talking about um, the relationship between inflammation and psychosis. And the title of her talk is From Inflammation to Psychosis, A Journey Through the Brain. So Dr. Dazan, let's start by understanding what inflammation means. Sure. Inflammation is the response that our body gives whenever we have um, an injury or, for example, an infection. And to protect itself, the body would produce certain cells that circulate in the, in the blood that would um, protect the body, would give a defense to, um, to, the, to, the, to the person. And it's an unusual idea to link inflammation to psychosis. So you have markers of inflammation that you're measuring in, in the body, is that right? Yes. What we do is um, we, we can take a, a blood sample, and in the blood sample we can look at the levels of these cells. And normally this, the, the levels are very high in, when there is, again, an injury or an infection. And what we see in psychosis is that the levels are high, although it's not as high as they are in the presence of an infection. But the fact that these cells, called, for example, cytokines, are higher indicate that there is, um, nevertheless, um, an activation of the inflammatory response in individuals with psychosis. Just because you're finding an activation of this inflammation response in the body, does that mean that's going on in the brain? Well, this is, this is a very good point, and this is exactly what we need to understand more about, because what we see is, is this, what we call peripheral, because it's in the periphery where we take the blood from. We see uh, raised levels in the, um, in, in the circulating blood, but we don't know whether the same is happening in the brain and whether there is, for example, um, there are higher levels of these cells or whether there are other um, indicators of activation, other cells that are present in the brain, called, for example, microglia, that would indicate that an inflammatory, an, an activation of the inflammatory response is also happening in the brain. If there is an inflammation response, do we know what that response is to? Because in the, in the old days, there was a viral theory of schizophrenia. Um, uh, and also there's a theory about um, uh, an antibody response uh, 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 in the fetus. There was a theory around at a certain crucial gestational point in brain development in the fetus. If, if your mum got the flu, there seemed to be higher rates of, of schizophrenia um, in babies born to mums who got the flu during the pregnancy in a certain month. Is that kind of linked, do you think, or that's totally unrelated? We, we don't know what could be driving this activation in individuals with psychosis. One of the hypotheses that has been put forward is that it's um, a response to a state of stress, because we know that, for example, if, um, if your body is under stress, um, you not only have um, an activation of hormones like, for example, cortisol, um, which is responsible for, um, for the way the body responds to stress. But we also have an activation of the immune system. So the presence of stress, which is something that we know in psychosis, for example, is, is very um, 
well, is, is very present at, at higher rates than in, uh, in the general population. So stress, the fact that individuals may be particularly vulnerable to stress, may respond more strongly to stress, may also imply an activation of the um, inflammatory system. And you mentioned the, uh, the, the presence of infections, for example, in utero. We don't know um, exactly whether that is related to the inflammatory activation in the adults. Um, we know one, one area that is, um, is, is becoming particularly hot at the moment is, um, however, to look at um, antibodies against some receptors called, for example, NMDA receptors, which are uh, potentially important for um, the development of symptoms like the one seen in psychosis. So does this suggest new treatment ideas for psychosis? Um, there are lots of anti-inflammatory treatments in general medicine. Um, are we at the stage where people might be thinking of trialing anti-inflammatory treatments for psychosis? This is a very, very important point. And I think we can look at this from two points of view. One is that, indeed, it, it may well be that the inflammatory system is a target for new treatments, um, and so having compounds that um, reduce this inflammation, this inflammatory status, can be helpful also for the, the symptoms of uh, psychosis. But we can also look at this in a different way. We can think that there may be a subgroup of people with psychosis who has this activation on the inflammatory system. And it may be that it is specifically in those people that anti-inflammatory compounds may be particularly active. So it can also help us target the treatment to the specific individual. This inflammation response sounds, from what you're saying, to be a generalised response. In other words, it doesn't sound as though there could even be a blood test at some point in the future which sh where a particular constellation of inflammation responses indicates psychosis, like a blood test for psychosis. Yes, it, it, it won't be a blood test for psychosis, and we shouldn't look at this as a, a diagnostic type of marker, but uh, we can look at this as a marker of for example, outcome or a marker of response to treatment or likely response to treatment, because it's possible, for example, that if uh, somebody, if a patient in front of us has an activation, so it has very high inflammatory markers in the blood, they will be less likely to respond to standard treatment that we use, and they may be more likely to respond to an anti-inflammatory drug. Is this um, research completely changing our idea of what psychosis is? Is it looking more and more like a biological medical condition? Well, yes, I would like to think that it's, it's, it's a way to um, see psychosis as a more integrated type of disorder. Um, the inflammatory uh, response is, is a response from our body, it's a very biological response, but we need to remember at the same time also that it's a response that becomes activated by factors that are present in our environment, and I mentioned stress earlier on. So it is, again, reflecting the interaction between uh, our body, our biological um, systems, and the environment in which we live. So in, in a way, it's kind of saying there isn't such thing as a mind-body or mind-brain split. It's kind of pointing us in the direction that it's all part of the same system. Definitely. Um, so is this specific to psychosis, this inflammation response that you're finding in your research? Um, do people with depression or anxiety have it as well? Yes. It's, it's a very, in fact, it's a very non-specific 
type of response. The presence of an increase of inflammation or inflammatory markers is present across a number of psychiatric disorders. And depression, as you mentioned, is certainly the one in which was probably um, one of the first ones in which it was studied. And, uh, and um, is, there, is, there is a lot of evidence supporting the presence of an inflammatory state in depression, and there is an activation also in other disorders. So a couple of final questions. Um, there, there are a lot of anti-inflammatory treatments in medicine. One thinks of the common aspirin, for example, or steroids. Is there any anecdotal evidence that these treatments have an impact on psychiatric disorder or psychosis? There have been some trials of anti-inflammatory drugs like aspirin, and the results have not been particularly strong from these trials. And one of the um, one, one of the suggestions and, and um, one of the newer approaches, uh, one of the suggestions as to why this has not been particularly um, effective is that they were given to um, patients in a way that didn't take into account whether patients had an activation of the inflammatory system or not. And the suggestion now is that if you, in fact, stratify or rather you select those patients who show an activation on inflammatory status and you use the anti-inflammatories like aspirin specifically in those patients, then you may probably see a better effect. Dr. Paolo Dazan, thank you very much indeed.